This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning and welcome. We're back here on a Monday. Hope you're having a great start to your day. Uh, you might want to take a couple of extra minutes this morning. Uh, a little bit of frost out there, not like frozen streets or anything, but if your car is parked outside, you might be surprised as nice as it was yesterday. You might have to scrape a little bit. Just a little bit or wait for the car to heat up. I, you know, I decided spring had happened. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> no, I'm grilling it out. I'm like, ready, hello. That ready? was her mic, not mine. mine. Uh, no, we're, we're just beginning February. I, I know. And March will probably just be awful. Can be. It can be. April can be snowy. It can be. So we're, but I, I'm, I'm looking for the positive. The sun is shining. I actually saw the moon the last couple of nights, which I don't think we've Stars. seen the sun. Or, uh, none, it's like, oh my God, we, we still exist. Yep. So. Awesome. All right. Um, there are council meetings I'm sure you look forward to and council meetings you don't. Well, I don't even know where to begin. A uh, lot of work in tonight's agenda. Okay. A lot of work. I, I, I don't know. Can you tell me what the DCDF is? It's basically a fund that... Because nowhere um, in all these yeah, 70 pages of documents does it actually say what that stands for. It, it's, and I'll get the acronym wrong, I'll get the acronym right, but not be able to have the right um, title. It's really a fund that um, has been pretty dormant for many, many years. It has a board. Uh, the board is required to meet. The council is required to have like an annual meeting. We approve the minutes from the last meeting, which basically did nothing. So we're dissolving it, going, the funds will go into um, another fund of the city. It's, it's, you know, just kind of one of those perfunctory things need to end out okay but but what is it well it's a fund that would help and and a brian we have so many different funds as far as like organizations um cicd the community investment corporation of decatur really has been more active in using funds to help businesses and homeowners and that sort of thing and so um really they're they're really more the workhorse and everything okay fund that's been more active this one just has been dormant so, but this is a, I mean, I mean, I'm looking at minutes from a meeting yeah. and, and staff is in attendance and people are there. How much do we do of this kind of thing? Well, that's why we're getting rid of this because it, it's just, it's not an active thing. Uh, people sit on the board and, you know, you show up and it's like, what is this? You know, because you can't even remember because it doesn't do anything. Okay. But that's a really minor part of tonight's meeting. So, I, I, no, yeah. I'm just, I'm just I've done this 28 <laughs> yeah, years. I've never heard of this because thing. Because it doesn't do anything. People are going to meetings and, and like literally keeping minutes. and You have to. It's yeah. a law. You have to. We had to go through a whole legal process to take this off the books. With the partnership of the Central Illinois Land Bank Authority, mm-hmm. DCDF, no longer is utilized to acquire, hold, develop, and dispose of land. Right. And it's got some assets that will be rolled into the other projects we're doing. Okay. That wasn't worth the nine pages of paper that I took. <laughs> Just killed a tree for no good reason. Yeah, a branch, certainly. (laughs) Uh, There you go. Uh, All right. So looking at the agenda tonight, Mm -hmm. uh, how many new business items are here? It's like 15 or 16. And there are some bridge repairs. There's 17, yes. Bridge repairs, you know, standard stuff. But, you know, we have to inspect our bridges and make some repairs. One's on West Mound and one is um, the bridge that is on Grove Road going over Sand Creek. And it's, you know, those are in shape where we've got to fix them. Not, they don't need to be closed. And I'm trying to remember where the Sand Creek one um, lies. At. They're, they're scored from like 1 to 10. Okay. 10, you close it because it's bad. All right. Um, the one at Sand Creek, or the one on Mound is, I think, at a 5 or 6. So we've done some repair work there, but we need to put in some additional work. And All so, right. But, and, and that kind of stuff is basic. 
Um, we've got we're buying a chiller for the library. All right, well, hang on a second. Let, let's just go in okay. order here. Right. Um, amending uh, an ordinance amending the codes about the few, uh, food and beverage tax, local motor fuel tax, hotel use tax. Basically, many years ago, we put in place if you pay early, you know, as an incentive, you would get, you know, a reduced rate. Hardly anybody takes advantage of it. And um, even if they do, it's like not much of an advantage. So right. we're just taking that part out of all of those different taxes. Okay. So I, I don't know what that means. You, you said, hey, pay up front, pay early. Well, what is pay? Have, how do you pay early well, when you don't know how much you're going to? That's a good question. But it's, and it may be a, like an estimate or something. I don't know. People weren't doing it, weren't using it, so we're just we're cleaning up ordinances. All right. What about the uh, ordinance amending the city code chapter, alcoholic liquor? Basically, that allows for um, it. There's an F license. We've got like A, B, C, D, X, Y, Z mm-hmm. liquor licenses. But what that one um, is meant to do is make it possible for um, a convenience store at the lakefront so that um, it would enable... Um, the developer to sell packaged liquor at uh, and as well as gas and the thing we've been trying to do to develop more of a marina. And, and where do you, where are we with that? Um, it is basically being re the building, the little lake building where uh, Lake Patrol operates out of. Oh, that little, that little thing is, is being kind of, Upscaled to allow for convenience for for gas and for upscaled. You mean are they building new? I mean, there's, no, the, there's no room in there. Well, there it's going to be little. I uh, guess baby steps, Brian. Baby steps. You know, we got somebody sells little airplane so. bottles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I thought maybe you meant the the park district building. You know, down on the other side. No, okay, no, where the docks. No. Okay. So. Uh, all right. So is, is that something that? I, I, I still question. It looks beautiful down there. I mean, it is mm-hmm. unbelievable uh, the transformation that is happening down there. In, and have you in seen that. all the new docks yeah. ready to go in? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's amazing. But yet, we still don't. I, I don't think have. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, boaters have told me forever that they go to Shelbyville mm-hmm. and they go to other places because we're so hard to work with. I mean, they've told me that forever. Well, and. The licensing, like even getting a, a you got to go to the civic center. You can't even it, do it at the thing. And, and I think that's been more streamlined okay. in recent years, and hopefully that this will lead to that as well. That it's not such a big deal. You have to be inspected at the lakefront to make sure that you've got you know life preservers on board and you know the flag if you're going to have skiers or uh, okay. Um, when you got in your car this morning, mm-hmm. nobody inspected whether you were doing everything right, and you're getting out on the road driving a car. It's the same thing. Well, I don't. I don't know where, who governs like what you have to do. If it's a state law that you have to do things. I, everybody tell. I, I it's know. always told me for years. I'm not a boater. I don't own a boat, so I don't know. Oh, but everyone's but told me you, you can has, go down to Shelbyville, and it, yeah. it's way more streamlined. And, and Shelbyville has marinas, which we have not had in the past. So right. you just basically had a lake patrol office that you show up with your boat. They need to issue you a day pass. I. I I don't know all of the things that go into it. I know that when we first got a boat, and you know we've lived here a long time, and we got a boat probably five years or so, I couldn't believe the hassle mm-hmm. of having to go to the the lake place and then go to the city and then go back to the lake place and say, look, I got my thing, as opposed to uh, we've been working on getting 
to be more consumer friendly. Okay. And hopefully this takes it the next step. I would think so. I mean, it's a tremendous asset mm -hmm. that, that felt like just a, a big pothole of bureaucracy. <laughs> uh, and then people would go to other lakes <laughs> yeah. because it, it, it was just too much hassle. Well, and our lake has gotten dramatically And we didn't better. have gas. And yep. then we didn't have, you know, now the convenience store. All that stuff would seem and to be being addressed. It, it is. And so it's it's an exciting time. The, the new docks look amazing. I mean, it's, it's just really exciting to see it finally come to fruition. You know, it was a long time ago when the city and park district had a meeting out at Scoville and people yelling at us and, you know, this will never happen. And, you know, it was before the docks even went in in front of the beach house. Right. So, you know, a lot has happened. All right. Um, amending city code chapter 51.5 hotel use tax. That's that's another one. Same of those. thing yeah. with the, the early thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, registration of at-risk properties. This is the vacant and foreclosed um, ordinance. Um, we looked at this maybe a year and a half ago, and it was probably too much too soon. And what this is in, intended to do is we have a lot of properties, whether they are, you know, apartment buildings or factories or whatever, and the owners just don't take care of the properties. And, and they, that can be a problem because they become unsafe structures. And what we don't want is the taxpayers of Decatur to have to pay to take them down. Okay. So the idea is if you've got a problem property, one that has been cited for numerous code violations or, you know, you've got people breaking in and setting fires or, you know, people in them that shouldn't be in them and you're not securing the building, those that have been cited are going to have to be registered. And whether that's um, a, a local maintenance company that is in charge of making sure the building is right. secure or the owner, us a trail of who we can hold responsible for making sure that either improvements are made or if the building has to come down, you're paying for it, not the taxpayers. Okay, and then how does that happen initially, though? I mean, well, who's registered? Okay, we the next item on the agenda is a company that we will hire to basically audit. Hair of property yes, registry. And, and they do this in other central Illinois cities, Champaign, Bloomington, okay. other places, like maybe at least a dozen other cities that have similar problems that we do. Because our staff knows where the problems are because they're the ones who write up the code violations or they get complaints from the neighbors about X, Y, and Z. So that will be handed off to this company okay. to, to follow up, get these businesses registered and, and owners right. registered. Uh, the next up on the uh, docket tonight, the Park District and City of Decatur arrangement for Garfield Park. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with Garfield Park, but well, I, I am, and I'm I'm also familiar with the plans because I'm on the Parks Foundation. Okay, board, but yes, there you go. So, and that park is just not very well laid out for no. people to use it very well. I mean, if you want to go to the pavilion, you got to haul all your stuff, you know, and hundreds of yards. Yeah, yes. it's ridiculous. So, the Park District has a plan to make it a much more user friendly park with a lot more things in it, like uh, what do you call it when you toss bags and stuff. In the bag tossing. That, I think hole. that covers it. Yes. Okay, yes. Matt. All right. Bags. I, but yeah. I think everyone's <laughs> probably way more clear on that than they okay. are the, oh, the yeah, DC, whatever that thing's called. Yes. But to remake, reimagine that park. Right change the footprint of it. And the city has been working with the school district on the old Garfield school mm -hmm. to uh, bring in a developer to do more, make that into senior housing. We've been, you know, run into snags at the state level trying to get tax credits that the developer needs. So we're hoping that that is approved this summer because otherwise, you know, that's another school that will have to come down. We, it, it seems like, and I know we have an aging population. Mm -hmm. I get all that. But all we have the last 20 years is senior housing. Mm -hmm. 
we are in desperate need on oh, the other side of that. And why are we not doing anything about that? We are. It's it's more behind the scenes. Nicole Bateman and her group did a whole housing study that came out about a year ago. Yeah. And we are trying to work with the developers, getting yeah, them I've interested. heard people claim expertise in real estate tell me that all we need is senior housing. I mean, no, where are we, we putting all these InnovaFeed employees? No, we, we need housing for employees. We've got, Brian, we've got hun- literally I, I'm not. I'm not giving you Fred Pooley numbers here. We have literally hundreds of new jobs, mm-hmm. great jobs coming to this community in the next three years. We've got to have housing, or those folks are just going to drive in and drive out. Yeah. And so, um, other communities have also struggled with this, with everything that's going on at Rivian. I mean, the housing boom. You can't find a house in Bloomington. No, you, no, can't. you can't. Not at but all. But why build more senior housing when we need the other? Uh, we need to do both. Okay. Okay. But that, and, all we've done is one. I know, and we're working on working with a, a number of different developers. And interest are, rates and all that stuff factors in. Yeah, yeah but, I get but, that. But we're working on both, you know, potential for single family as well as really nice new apartment complexes, which is something that is in huge demand. These kids go to college, and they're, I mean, honestly, some of these college apartments are nicer than most of our homes. You know, you walk in, it's all stainless appliances, granite yeah. countertops. Every bedroom has its own bathroom, big closets. That's what they get in college where, you know, when I was in college, you lived in a dump. So anything you moved into was a step up. Now, if you go back into our 1970s, 1980s apartment housing stock, we just don't have much to offer. We don't have any at all. All right. We've got to take a break. We'll okay. come back. And uh, I want to get, I don't know what a chiller is, but we'll find out. And then uh, uh, this whole down the street looking out here parking garage mm-hmm. question. I was there. Yeah. I was there when it came down. <laughs> there when concrete started falling on cars. <laughs> and are we talking about a new one? Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. All right. On the other side of the break, here's Nick with your three-day forecast. Back with more right after this. Might see some fog this morning. Then it's going to be sunny with a high of 48. Tonight, fog again. Increasing clouds and a low of 29 for Tuesday. Patchy fog till around lunchtime, then cloudy. And then guess what? It gets sunny after that. A high of 48. Wednesday, the sun stays and a high near 54. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 30 degrees. Your WSOY time is 721. Affordable dentures and implants practices in Champaign, Springfield, and Forsyth makes new smiles affordable every day. So you don't need to wait another day to get your smile back. Call 1-800-DENTURE or visit AffordableDentures.com to find the practice near you. Affordable dentures and implants. Go ahead and smile. Hi, this is Stacy Young, Commissioner Decatur Park Board, and I look forward to sharing my story with you at That's What She Said, Macon County. Since 2013, That's What She Said has served as a platform for everyday women to share their extraordinary stories. And now, the Community Foundation of Macon County is proud to announce That's What She Said is launching in our community, presented by Hickory Point Bank and Trust at the Lincoln Square Theater, Saturday, April 6th. Join us for this live, one-night-only performance featuring 10 women from our community sharing personal stories of life's triumphs and trials. These relatable stories of everyday women will make you laugh out loud, some will make you ugly cry, and everything in between. So get your tickets now and make a night of it. You will leave feeling uplifted, inspired, and proud of the women in your life. That's what she said Macon County will premiere Saturday, April 6th at 6 p.m. at the Lincoln Square Theater. See who will be joining me on stage and get your tickets now by visiting Theater. 
You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Back here on a Monday, we got Mark Topper straight ahead, and then uh, Dr. Juanita Morris uh, will be with us. All right, Mayor Julie Moore Wolf in studios here today, the uh, council meeting tonight. Uh, as I was, I don't know what a library chiller is. Well, it's one of those maintenance things that is really expensive and is has been put off. What is it? It's got something to do with like HVAC type stuff. I'm not a mechanical person. You guys don't run no. the library. Why aren't they paying for well, their own things? But we do. I mean, it falls under the city in many respects. Like, Are we, they not their own organization? Yes and no. They are a taxing body that is, it's so strange. Like when they approve their, when they have a union contract with their people, mm-hmm. we are not part of the negotiations, but the city council has to approve it. We don't have a say in it at all. But if they end up losing money at the then end of the year, you have to make up the difference. Yeah. It's like the Civic Center. It's I don't understand who made these deals. Well, I did not, and they were not great deals. But, I mean, the, the But, library, I mean, who has the incentive to actually hit a budget when you don't have to worry about it because somebody else will pick up the tab? Well, that is a point. And the 99-year lease with the By Civic the way, Center was... By the way, I'm not well, arguing against the chiller. <laughs> no. I don't even know what it is. I'm just saying every time these subjects come up, it's yeah. interesting to me. It, it is. And it's, it's a very weird relationship that we have. But, you know... So much is going on at our library right now. I mean, with this whole maker space yeah, and the it, hub, it's, great. it's amazing stuff. So yeah. it's, it's not like, a, you know, you, you think of an old school library that nobody's going to. It is busy. The parking lot is busy. It's, it's crazy. All right. Uh, the biggest thing that I saw uh, was downtown parking structure concept design study. Right. You guys ever feel like you should just translate this into English when you put an agenda together? Like, literally, I know the legalese, you have that, but then over here, you could just make it so where everybody can understand <laughs> what the hell you're talking about. Well, that's the that's the reason we make our packets so available so you can go and read and figure out what exactly But wouldn't what it be like, about. there's got to be an AI. You could just like just put it in there and translate it into like where the language everybody else speaks. We'll work on that. We'll probably get into AI in about 25 years yeah. or something like that. But this is it's an exciting opportunity uh, to see how much this is going to cost as you may remember you would remember very very well there used was to a park parking and garage. walk right to the door i mean uh-huh. it was like 10 feet away go right in and go downstairs into the studio yep and it was covered parking and it was a three-story i think three-layer yeah garage three with an yeah. open up top yes but it like many things fell into disrepair and had to come down it was dangerous concrete like you said was falling on cars yeah and Fortunately, didn't hit any people that we know of, but so it came down and Brian, I don't even know what year that was, Mm. but the estimate at that time, probably 10 years ago, at least was $10 million to rebuild that parking garage. And we didn't have the money and the owner didn't have the money, but now we have a new owner at the Barnes Citizen building Mm -hmm. and he wants to do a lot of things. He wants to put in a hotel. He wants to put in apartments. He wants to put in retail and restaurant and really make that, that building go. Um, it will not without a parking garage. Okay. How do you determine, and I'm not lumping everybody in the right. same category, but these outside investors mm-hmm. that come in and they buy Woodrow Wilson mm-hmm. or whatever, and they're gonna, they got all these dreams, and, and you don't know. Some of them work, some of them don't. How do you? Well, you don't. And like in, in the case of Woodrow Wilson, we didn't have a say in that. We didn't. No, sell, but I'm yeah, saying but I mean, but these I'm, older buildings right. that get purchased up by somebody who doesn't live here. that And he clearly has made a lot of progress. Yeah. I'm not knocking it at all. I'm just saying $10 million. I mean, so he's asking for the city to pay for well, that. Well, basically, he 
we are doing a study to see what a new garage would would cost. cost. And then the council will decide. But one of the reasons we're looking at doing a new downtown area TIF Mm -hmm. district, tax increment financing district, is to be able to pay for that. Because otherwise, without parking, nothing major is going to go in there except maybe senior housing. What what is the parking cat corner you know right up the street who uses that parking garage the, the one that adm uses yeah yeah primarily adm but there are some public spots okay but, but this w- would be public park when we get down and into the details it would be a, a garage owned by the city okay. that we would contract with the hotel apartment building complex all right do we have i feel like and i'll use us as an example because we bought spaces or paid for spaces mm-hmm. across the street right. uh at one of the garages mm-hmm. our employees won't use yeah they want to park right in front of the front door uh-huh. and, and walk in and and then get complained about getting tickets or whatever uh, have I, I mean is there a demand for that kind of parking structure there would be if you're going to have a hotel you've got to have parking okay and if you're going to have but there's parking a half a block away in chicago uh, i don't that's get it, it. brian People, if they can't find a, a spot on Merchant Street in front of Dell's, they they may circle and not walk two blocks to get back to it. Okay. I mean, it's we're really weird about that because you're right. In Chicago, I'll walk six, seven blocks from yeah. the parking garage, but especially with a hotel because you're bringing a lot of stuff in or an apartment. And building. do we have any studies or anything about the the, I, I, the hotel in downtown has been a thing. 28 offer, years yeah. of, of, that I've been doing this, mm-hmm. that has been a conversation. Do we know the numbers? Do we know the demand? Do we know of something we, like that? We did a study and that was kind of um, on a hotel and also best uses of the Civic Center. Right. Probably, I think it was finalized about a year ago. And we know that there is demand. Like the Civic Center go, you really need a downtown hotel. It's, it's better for like um, hockey tournaments and that sort of thing and bringing okay. people in. They want to be closer because, you know, you, not that it's a big deal to drive back and forth to the hotels here, but there is demand. Now, not we're not talking a convention center-sized hotel. Yeah. We're talking maybe 80 rooms, 80 keys um, for a hotel in downtown and and we've long been told from you know ADM and other other companies that when they bring people in they want to take them to the downtown you know right. restaurants rather than you know Panera or the Olive Garden they want to take them to you know the gin mill and it's much more convenient if you've got a hotel downtown all right do, do we have a parking shortage in downtown overall or is this we have, based on growth? It, it's really more based on growth. And as we hope for more demand in downtown living spaces, you're going to have more demand for parking. And, I, I lived downtown yeah. for eight years. Right. I, and I paid a residential parking permit, and it wasn't a thing. I, but I, we hardly had – you were one of a very few people living downtown. And what we would like to see is a lot okay. more I look, I'm living. not against yeah. it. I just – it's yeah. a lot of money. It, it is. It is. And we'll find out how much it is. And But does the hotel not work at all? Do the apartments investment right. not work at all without the parking garage? And that's kind of where we are. Fair enough. All right, we got to go. Uh, we wish you uh, luck in your Tune nine in. hour I'm session tonight. Yeah, I think it'll be over maybe <laughs> tomorrow morning by the time we start the show. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.